Hey, welcome to the Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. The church looks beautiful, amen. We had, a, we had an amazing Spanish service, amen. And, and I know that God is going to speak to us today, amen. I want to position this sermon in a different point of view, amen, in a different lens. Uh, you know, before we get to the cross, amen, say with me, there's a process. Before you get a gift, there's a process, amen. Before I buy you something and bless you with something, I had to go through something. In order for me to bless you, amen. Take with me process. You got a blessing, but somebody had to pay for a price for that blessing that you got, amen. I don't know how many people are grateful here and how many know that they're living by grace and they have been blessed by the King God Almighty. Come on, if you have been blessed, amen, give him a praise again, amen. Hallelujah. We have received the ultimate gift. And I want to talk to you about, it, it wasn't easy, the process to get to Christmas Day. We all love gifts and we all be, like, love to be surprised. And the greatest surprise is when we get a gift that we did not earn. When we get a gift and someone reaches out and bless us and it was unexpected. We didn't deserve it. We didn't expect it, but we got it. How many know that we got a gift that we didn't deserve? How many know that we got the ultimate gift that we did not earn? Amen. How many know that we are sinners, amen, and fall short of the glory of God? But thank God Almighty that he sent his begotten son to bless us all. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I don't know about you, but I know I don't deserve this gift, but I got it. Say with me, I got it. Say with me, I'm blessed. Amen. It wasn't by what I've done or what I can do, but I'm blessed by the Lord sending his son to bless me. But I want to tell you that that blessing and that gift was, uh, you know, was scandalous. Let's go all the way to the beginning of this gift. When the angels reveal, amen, to Mary and Joseph, amen, that they both, hallelujah, they, they were going to receive, amen, that she was going to receive a child and his name will be Jesus, the Savior of the world, amen. She was not married yet. So say with me, scandalous. How many know that when God calls you, it's scandalous? How many know that when God reaches out and says, I'm going to prophetically give you a gift and bless you, amen, people don't understand it. People run away. People, hallelujah, hallelujah, don't understand the gift that you carry and it becomes scandalous. How many have been transformed in their home and the people don't, your family don't understand what you got now? Come on, scandalous, amen. Come on, somebody, hallelujah. It was scandalous because at that time, amen, she was to be stoned because she was not married. But here we have Joseph, amen, that has to believe the vision, believe God, believe the angel of God, amen, and stay together with the vision in one accord and march forward. I don't know who am I preaching to right now, but I know that somebody got a prophetic gift, somebody had been blessed, hallelujah, and all hell has broke loose, and God is telling you move forward in the gift, trust the angel of God, trust the vision, trust the calling, amen, although people may not understand it, and it looks scandalous, and it looks like it's not right, God has a plan greater than your plan amen but God is looking for some Josephs and some Marys that can believe God and trust God and move forward because what they carry would transform the world I believe there are prophetic people here hallelujah ministers of God I believe there's prophets here I believe there's evangelists here that God has put a seed in them amen a gift amen that will transform many nations and many worlds hallelujah and, and for the glory of God I don't know if you're one of them but if you're one of them give him a shot of victory 
if you receive the gift, a calling from God, a prophetic calling to transform the world, transform maybe a community, maybe transform where you used to live, amen, and have a prophetic voice, say amen with me. Oh, in today's culture, Mary would have, if it would have been today, Mary would have probably considered an abortion. The way things got going right now, I don't know what this is. My, my, my boyfriend or my fiance would not understand this. My family has disowned me. They might run away, amen. My community is not going to accept me. They're going to think I, was, I did something that I didn't do. Here comes an angel and said, God has chosen you for a gift and going to deposit a gift. People may not understand that, but God, hallelujah. But she stood firm, believing the angel of God. But it was scandalous. She could have ran. And if it was today, she would have ran and probably aborted the blessing. I wonder how many have aborted the blessing because they couldn't understand it. I wonder how many have said no to God because it's going to mess up the way they, the, the, the status quo or who they are or how people see them. God is looking for people that are bold, that he can trust them with a gift, that he can say, you know, I know you're going to take this to the final destination. I know you're going to rise above all the storms and tribulation that might come your way. I know you're going to trust me because I'm about to change the world through what I'm about to give you. Oh, I got two amen for that one. How about Joseph, the stepfather? How many stepfathers that God has uh, uh, blessed to step into a family and bless that family and cover a child? Jo Hallelujah. Joseph could have just walked away and said, I don't want to deal with this. But you know what? He stood in God's plan. When you stay in the will of God, when you stay in God's plan, amen, you go all the way and you are blessed beyond means, amen. And things begin to change and shift in your family, in your home, amen. Although people may temporarily leave you, God has a prophetic and a better family for your life. People that will never depart from you. And let me tell you, maybe Maybe your family will leave you. Maybe your, your husband may leave you. Your wife may leave you. Your family may turn around. But I come to tell you that the ultimate gift, Jesus is inside of you, will never leave you, will never abandon you, will never forsake you, will never let you down. His name is Jesus. Does anybody know him? Do you know him? He is the King of King and the Lord of Lords. He is our everything. Hallelujah. But I want to tell you that the moment a gift that is assigned to your life, like it was assigned to Mary and Joseph. God decided this, not man. God has decided to bless some people here. And the minute the Lord, I don't know if you've experienced that, but I have experienced it in ministry. The minute the Lord says, I want you to do this, all hell breaks loose. Come on, I got, I, I got a yes over here. That when, when you get a yes, there's a story behind that yes. Come on, amen. That's why when you say amen, there's a story behind your amen. That's why you can preach the same message and somebody can give you a praise clap and begin to shout because they've been through some stuff. But then you have somebody hearing the same word but never been through nothing and can't be grateful. God is looking for somebody that can dig deep and know that, that, that no, but that no, but no, that it had not been for Christ Jesus and know where he took them out of drug condition. I don't know where God took you out, but I know where not we were unholy I know we weren't sanctified one day but thank God Almighty that he showed up on the scene and set us free and broke the chains hallelujah and deliver us from the evil one hallelujah but the minute the, the gift is announced all hell break loose and that's when you see that when the when it was revealed to them at the moment it was revealed and it wasn't even in concession it wasn't even produced yet it wasn't even born yet and just the sound of what's about to happen Cause a kingdom, cause an empire to shake. Woo! 
Cause Harold to say, hallelujah, we need to kill all the babies. I got to find the one that's anointed. I got to find the one that's called. I got to find the one that God just assigned. Because if I let it happen, hallelujah, things are going to turn around for the better. Things are going to be broken. Things are going to be released. Hallelujah, I got to kill the baby. I don't know if, the, if God pro prophesied something to you uh, or God spoke over your life. But the minute he spoke that word, that seed came out of you to give birth. All hell broke loose. And the devil has been trying to kill the people around you and the people near you to try to kill the dream to try to destroy the vision to try to steal your blessing but God is looking for people that can march forward although they may rise up against you no weapon form against you shall prosper hallelujah no enemy can destroy you if God fights my battle who can come against me can I get an amen tonight the angel told Mary and Joseph Harold is attempting to kill all the babies, and, and, and he, he did a mass killing, amen, and he killed so many, so many babies in the area, amen, innocent people died for the vision, and many people, you know, one of the things that keep me focused and keeps me in the kingdom is that I value the people that paved the way for me, I value those in the Bible from all the way from Hennessy that made a way, not only Christ Jesus, Christ Jesus came on the scene, but before Christ Jesus, there was a Moses, there was a Samuel, amen, there was in Isaac. Come on, there were so many people that stood firm on the gap and said, I'm doing this for Brandon. I'm doing this for Justin. I'm doing this he, they, for land. I'm doing it. Come on, somebody. Somebody paved the way. And when I come to church, I shout glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That somebody, when Pharaoh came against them, somebody stood by the rest he said let them be open in the name of Jesus I shall walk in victory hallelujah I need some more people to praise God in this place I break demonic strongholds I break up oppression I break up demon and shut your mouth I come against spiritual anything in the atmosphere that does not allow you to give God glory here today I come against it right now, right now. The blood, I creep the blood of Jesus. I decree the holy blood of Jesus in the sanctuary. In the name of Jesus, I'm giving you glory, God. I'm talking about your story. I'm talking about who you are. Hallelujah. I'm talking about there was a process for me to be blessed. Before I even got to to Golgotha, before he even got to Calvary, there was a there was a process. Some people went some through, some people went through some stuff for you to be blessed. So I need you when you give a gift, you understand why you're giving that gift. That gift has to be connected to Christ because of His love and because I understand how that gift came about. I'm blessing you. Woo, hallelujah! You got to learn how to protect the gift. Mary and Joseph pulled out. Into un the unknown, traveling, it says like about 90 miles. Come on, try. Some people can't, can't even get to church in a car with the vision that they have, with the calling that they have. That God trusted them with something. They can't even get to church. Here's somebody, hallelujah, that's believing God with all, all everything against them. Not with the proper, not with the proper attire, with the proper clothes. Weathering the, the weather, animals that can kill them on the road, robbers, pirates, thieves. But they walked 90 miles to Bethlehem because they were thinking about you.
they were thinking about me. They said, I got to make it. We're carrying something prophetic. We're carrying something great, greater than your name. His name is greater than all name. We're carrying the Savior. Hallelujah. I got to do what I got to do. Animals came to attack them, lions, in the, in the, in the night of night. Hallelujah. But they kept walking. I don't know what's stopping you. You better rise up and walk. Walk. You got it easy today. Celebrate that God has broke. They had no dwelling place. They went to an inn and the inn was full. What's stopping you? They didn't have the accommodation that we have. They had no AC. But they celebrated Jesus. Jesus is the reason for the season. I know we haven't preached Christmas like this, but I'm preaching. I'm going way back. I'm going, be, I'm going way back before you get to the cross. I'm, going about, I'm talking about people that went through it for you. Amen. Hallelujah. There, were, there was no, no room for them. There was no room for Mary to have the baby. To birth the gift. To birth the vision. Maybe you don't have room. Maybe you're running and maybe you don't find a place. Just, just give birth. Just release it. Everything else will fall in place. It might not be the right setting. It might not be the right environment. But just release the gift. Just release the gift. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it come out. It might be a donkey in the barn. It might be some chickens in the bomb. It might be smiling. But a gift is coming. Say with me, a gift is coming. A blessing is coming. The ultimate blessing is coming. And it's coming through me. Somebody that have a name. Somebody nobody know about. Somebody that's not hallelujah label. Somebody that is simple. Somebody that God chose. He chose you. Just think about it. How many are going through something in their ministry? Just go with it. Go through it. It's a process. But the gift is going to produce such a blessing. You're going to forget about the pain. You're going to forget about the process. How many have received the gift that, that in their worst moment and, and it just erased what just happened? What happened before? Come on. How many were blessed that somebody knocked on their door and they were sad, depressed, and going through some stuff? But the blessing came and it opened up their mind, their heart, their eyes to see, oh man, the devil is a liar. He come to steal. That's why the Bible said that the joy of the Lord is your strength. When you have joy, you for you to have joy, you got to connect joy to Christ. When you, if you got joy, your joy comes from Christ. They can overcome all things. They can give you the power, the authority that you need to overcome all trials and tribulations. When I connect myself to Christ Jesus, Christ Jesus gives me the authority, the power that in the midst of my chaos, that in the midst of my pain, I can celebrate. I can put up some music and dance in the spirit and let the devil know that he's under my feet, that he's defeated. Oh, you're not listening to me. Hallelujah. When people say that I should be depressed, I'm shouting glory. When they say I shouldn't come, I'm running to Jesus. When they say I shouldn't clap, I'm shouting glory. Be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, I need somebody that can confuse the devil when he thought he had you. When he killed all the people around you, your baby still gives birth. The Savior still arrive because no one can stop what God has predestined for your life. The gift came with, the magnitude of this gift came with revelation. Why the gift? Why did God decided to give his son, his only one? What have you given? Have you given the only one that you have? Maybe you have eight kids and say, let me give the black sheep. All my brothers and sisters are lighter skinned and I felt like I was always the black sheep. 
Because I was the only one dark-skinned. And I would come down, and I would be like, man, something not right. <laughs> come on, somebody. There's some favor going up in here. I don't know. They got me up in the attic. No windows, and everybody got some ACs. I don't know. Something is not right. Hallelujah. The devil is a liar. Amen. Hallelujah. But in the midst of that process, God gave me a blessing. Hallelujah. He didn't give the other people. Come on, somebody. The other brothers and sisters don't got the blessing. You know, I'd rather go through something and be where I'm at now and not go through something and not have nothing. Hallelujah. Come on. If you're going through something, celebrate. That means God is about to give you a breakthrough. God is about to give you an open door. Woo! You, you got to be pressed. You got to be pressed. You got to be processed. So that's Revelation. That Revelation is it's found in John 3.16. Hallelujah. Why the gift? You find it right there. For God so loved the world. I love that it says, for God so loved, not just people, the world. This gift is multicultural. This gift extends to the world and it doesn't matter how ugly you look it doesn't matter how mean you are it doesn't matter if you if you got one eye if you walk like this if you talk like this it doesn't matter it's for everybody this gift is universal it's for everybody i don't care if you're hindu muslim i don't care what you are hallelujah this is for you hallelujah i don't care if you're hispanic brown white black i don't care he died for each and every one of us here the gift was produced for you and i oh god so loved the world that's why this gift was so big but 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 why he died why we need to be reminded why we celebrate christmas Hallelujah. And God says it in John 3, 16, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever, say with me, whoever. I once was a whoever before a pastor Israel. And I'm still a whoever. Because only through his blood and his grace, I am who I am. I am nobody. He said, I no longer live, but Christ liveth in me. It's not about you. It's not about primo. It's not about pastor. It's about bishop. It's about who died on the cross. His name is Jesus, everlasting king, the one and only. Hallelujah. Has not lost the battle. His name is Jesus. He's fighting yours tonight. Whoever believed in him, but why the gifts that, that you may not perish? We are all evil. We are all messed up. We are all jacked up. We have some sort of issue. And thank God that we are able to come to the cross. That's why churches matter. That's why you, you, you need to come to the altar and get right with God. Because we all fall short. We all mess up. We might say something we shouldn't have said. We might have to text something we shouldn't have text. We might have seen something we shouldn't have seen. We might have opened a door that we shouldn't have. We might have stepped into something we shouldn't have. And we need the blood every day. We need to humble ourselves every day. We need to get consecrated every day. We need to get holy every day. We need to say, Jesus, forgive me every day. Thank God Almighty that we have access to the blood of Jesus. I got three amen. I got access. I got access. I got access to the blood. And when I mess up, I come running to Jesus. I come to my home church where I've been blessed all these years. And thank God Almighty for his presence in the house. So I won't perish. In other words, that if, if God would have not sent his son, hell was my destination. Did I mention the word hell? 
Did I mention hell? Yes, right. You got two destinations, either hell or heaven. I know where I'm going. I don't know where you're going, but I'm washed with the blood of Jesus. I believe in his death and resurrection. I have given my life to Jesus. If you have today, lift up your hands and say, amen, me too. Come on, is there a me too? Hallelujah, right here. They can say, I've been washed by the blood of Jesus. I believe. Do you believe? Come on, give him a hand praise if you believe. I believe. I believe in his agape love. I believe that his love is an act of relationship between him and I. It's all about relationship. That's why you need a church. We need relationship. We need a community that can come together and empower each other and celebrate and open all the gifts. Because the, the craziness about this gift, that when God gave us a gift, he gave multiple gifts. And the gifts looks different in everyone. My gift doesn't match your gift, but I need your gift to survive. My gift doesn't look like your gift, but I need your gift to, to fly. And my gift doesn't match your gift, but I know that I got a gift. But my gift is not like yours, but I need your gift to reach somebody that I can't reach. Come on, somebody. And at the end of the day, when we begin to connect the gifts, and all the gifts come together in a, in a church setting, in a, in a community setting, in a holy setting, it begins to give birth to greater things. Hallelujah. And, and blessings come together with all the gifts, and it becomes more powerful. The Lord doesn't want nobody solo. He doesn't, he's not looking for the Lone Ranger. Hallelujah. It was love that kept them hanging on the cross. So this whole gift that God gave his son had to do with love. Is anybody in love with Jesus? Is anybody conscious of our, what was about to be our destination? But someone's changed that. You have to wake up every morning understanding that somebody changed my destination to give me life and eternal salvation. That without it, I was destined to another place. Thank God that he chose his son. What a sacrifice. And love has a way of keeping us from giving up. Love when you love somebody, you fight for that person. When you love something, you go the extra mile. I will never forget how many miles I used to walk on foot to go see Pastora. She would always tell me that, oh, you used to walk all these miles. I'm like, yeah, I did. I was in love, and I'm still in love. Come on. And love, love will make you do things you shouldn't have done. Love will make you go the extra mile. Come on, somebody, anybody, come on, you know, you know, you know, come on, young people, you know you did things you shouldn't have done because you just want to prove that you love. What are you doing for Christ to prove that you love? What are you doing? Are you walking the extra mile like he did and all the people before Christ? Hallelujah, they walked the extra mile in demonstration of love and unity. Amen. So you can sit here and hear the gospel, the message. How many people have to go underground to, to read the word? Come on. And be, oh my goodness. How many people around the world can even gather and clap their hands? How many people can even say the name of Jesus without being decapitated? And here you sit here. Hallelujah. How dare you just sit here and can't raise up your hand and celebrate Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on. I need some Holy Ghost movement here. Stand to your feet right now. Come on, you got some Chinese people in China dying and Iraq knowing Jesus, putting themselves out. Hey, come on, celebrate, celebrate, 
Celebrate the Savior. Celebrate. How can people be more impacted than you? They have it all. They have it all. Have the greatest opportunity to change the world today. A gift. Come on. An unexpected gift that keeps, keeps evolving. This is why I love Jesus because he surprises me, Pastor Len, every day. And when I'm about to give up, he just does something else that just empower me, encourage me to continue to walk. Have you been there that you just say, I'm done. No puedo más. I'm, I'm over this. And the spirit of God. Woo. The listen side of me, listen side of you, say, no, you're not. You're about to, let me just show you what I'm about to do. In the midst of your pain. In the midst, in the midst of your lack. In the midst of you not understanding. Let me show you who I am. Let me show you my glory. Let me inject you faith. Woo! Let me open the door that you thought that never would be open. Just so you know that you can't link it to no man or nobody else. But God did it. But Jesus did it. Does anybody have a but God moment? Has anybody in this place had it? But God showed up. But God, come on. But God did it. Woo! I don't know where he took you out, but I remember my but God showed up moment. Hallelujah. The gift that keeps giving. It's like you wrap, unwrap it and then you find something else. It's so multifaceted. Faceted every It's like a diamond. You know, it's, it's brilliant. It's just like, woo, it's cut over here, it's cut over here. And when you think they, oh, and, and I'm about to do something and I need, I'm, we're about to celebrate the ultimate gift right now, right now. We're about to, to you know, to put it out there in the spirit. And, and, and I know the, the Holy Ghost is going to move in a powerful way right here tonight if we all come into agreement. The Bible says that we come, when we come in agreement, something shakes. You know, when Paul and Silas in the prison begin to, in, in agreement, begin to, in their, in their pain, in their, in, in, in their process, begin to worship. The, the, the jails were open. The chains were broken. I, I'm about, I believe something is going to happen right now. When we come in agreement, if God is speaking to you in one of these areas, or God done something, Jesus done something in this area of your life, I need you to stand to your feet when you hear the word and begin to clap your way through. The ultimate gift has power. It's not only a gift, it's a gift that comes with power. Power to forgive. Anybody been forgiven here? It has the power to restore. Has anybody been restored here? Who has a story of restoration? It has the power to erase your past. Has anybody past been erased? Come on. It has the power to set you free from demonic oppression, from drug abuse, hallelujah, from nicotine. Oh, it has the power to break chains. It has the power to re-rebuild. If your matrimony has been rebuilt, hallelujah, it has the power to save. It has the power to love. Amen. It has the power to revive what was once dead. Woo, I once was dead walking in the streets of the Bronx. Although I was raised in church and born in church, I needed an encounter with Jesus and I needed to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. It wasn't just saying yes to Jesus, it's what's next. What's the process? How do I get holy and sanctified? How do I make a difference? How do I get the authority that the apostles and the, and the prophets had in the Bible? How can I just not become a regular member of a church? I looked at my father and I said, I want the anointing he has. But I don't want his anointing. I want the, what you have for me. But I wanted to mirror that. 
I want to make a difference. If I'm going to leave the world, if I'm not going to be doing the things that I was doing as a young person to come into the gospel, I, I, want, I, I want to make a difference. That's right, sister. I'm sacrificing my wants for your love, but I want to impact. And the Lord said, you want impact? You want this gift to flourish? You want this gift to multiply? You want to see the rest of these gifts that I have for you? You want to, when you open and you start digging and see other things, amen, you got to get holy. Begin to remove some stuff from your life. Begin to stop talking to some people. Begin to associate and surround yourself with the right people. Get holy. Get sanctified. Begin to fast. Begin to pray. Come to church every day. Sit in the front row. Get closer to the altar. Repent every day. Amen. Be humble. Hashtag humble. Come on, somebody. Let God work. And that, then the Lord begin to baptize me and fill me with his Holy Spirit. Has anybody been baptized here and filled with the power of the Holy Spirit? You can't just be a believer. You need to be filled. Hallelujah. Be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Be transformed. Power to give life. Power to create. Power to grant eternal life. Power to, for justification. Has anybody been justified? The redemption power of God. Power of recon reconciliation. Jesus reconciled us to him. When we didn't deserve it, we were thieves. Liars. Murderers. Adulterers. But he said, I still love you. His gift keeps evolving. The love of Jesus... The greatest love was that I, I come to love my enemies. I come to love the people who have rejected me. I come, I gave my son to love on people that doesn't deserve it. It's easy to love somebody that you relate to, that you are friends to, that have befriended you, that, that, that loves you. But it's harder to love an enemy. But that's his love. That's how great the love of Christ is for you today. I need to remind you that you've been loved. So if you feel lonely, the devil is a liar. You are loved by the Father. You are loved by the Father. I need somebody to give a hand, a hand praise for those who, who lack love to understand. You're not only loved by the Father, you are loved by each and every one of us today. Come on. Hallelujah. I rebuke the spirit of loneliness. I rebuke the sad spirit. Hallelujah. Depression. Hallelujah. You are loved. It's an unconditional love, and I want to end with this. There was a young man and a father who were rich, millionaire, and he had a collection, an estate, and, in a, and collections of Picasso painting, paintings and, and, and Da Vinci. They're worth millions of dollars in his house. He was a collector. And here his son was drafted to the army. And in the army, in the, in the middle of a war, amen, he befriends a, a guy. And, and this guy decides that he loves to paint, but he's not a great painter. And he asked him, can I, can I paint a portrait of your face in, in, in the midst of this war? And, he, and the young man said, absolutely. You know, my father has collections of the greatest painting that you could ever imagine. Uh, he said, but I'm not a professional, but I just want I, I to draw your face. Amen. And he begins to draw the son's, that, that young man's face. And he, he, he draws a portrait of him. And when he draws a portrait of him, the, the, they, they are sent out on a mission. And then when they return, the young man is killed in that mission. 
So, hallelujah, when that young man was released from the army, he searched for that, that, that young kid's dad, and he knocks on the door, amen, and he's allowed into the mansion, and he tells his father, listen, you don't know me, but I know your son, and your son allowed me to paint his portrait. He says, you have a lot of collections of paint. You know, my paint doesn't match up, but I just want to show you his last image, the last image that I was able to capture of your son. And when he looks at it, the father falls to the ground and begins to cry and says, wow, this is actually the last image capture of my son. And he puts it right in, in front, right between the Picasso painting and the Da Vinci painting. And he begins to admire the last image of his son. The father dies. And now they are auctioning. In, in New York, all the paintings and all these people travel from around the world to see these, these classic, these painting, paintings, willing to buy it for millions of dollars. But they start off the auction with, the, with his son's portrait. And everybody starts screaming and complaining, move that garbage. How, we, don't, we didn't come so far to see this amateur painting. Where are the, where are the Da Vinci's? Where are the Picasso paintings? And the auctioneer said, we need to start with this. I have, hallelujah, in, in the will that I need to start with this painting. Who gives $10 for this painting? Everybody, just, just somebody give $10. Get it out the way. We want to see the real stuff. And one of the maintenance person that lived in the, in the mansion says, I'll pay the $10. And that man says, going twice, anybody for 20 Anybody for 30 and No one, hallelujah. So he says, sold for you for $10. And when he says that, he says, this auction has ended. Everybody gets up and starts to scream. What are you talking about? He said, in the will, the owner said, whoever buys the son takes the will and takes the estate and takes all the painting. Hallelujah. I come to tell you that whoever accepts the son takes all that they need. Stand to your feet today and let us celebrate Christmas. Jesus is the reason for the season. Hallelujah. If you have Jesus, you have everything you need. You can take it all. Come on, give God a shout of victory. It may look like insignificant. It may look like it's not worth it. It may look like he's just on the cross. Amen. Everybody thought it was not worth that image. But look, when you accept Jesus and you say, I believe, I believe, you take it all. You take the estate. What belongs to Christ belongs to you. You become a, a, a child of God destined for glory. You are a co-inherited of the kingdom of God. You are in partnership with Christ. What's his is yours. Woo. But you have to accept him. Although you look at it and he's on the cross, he's no longer on the cross. Bible says he resurrected on the third day. He's alive. Receive him in your heart today. When you go home and this Christmas it's not about what you got. If you got something, amen. There are many people that are not going to get anything. But I pray that you can give someone the best gift you can give them. You know what that gift, is? that gift is? Present them to Jesus. Lead them to the cross. Bring them to church. That's the greatest gift you can give somebody this season. We all need Jesus. If you need Jesus again right now, if you need him right now, I need him every day. Lift up your hands with me. In this building, if you need Jesus. If he's the reason that you are alive and if he's the reason you celebrate Christmas, when I give you the, a gift, I'm giving you a gift. This link to the Father, this link to the Son, that is linked to the Holy Spirit. In gratitude, I bless you. If you are hearing this message and you want to come to Christ and you want to be led to the cross, 
and you want a salvation and, and, and you want to turn around your life, repeat this prayer with me. Father God, I believe in you today. Forgive me of my sins. I believe you died on the cross of Calvary and resurrected on the third day to give me life. Father, hallelujah, I'm a sinner that has repented today. And I need you to wash me with your blood and I need you to write my name in the book of life. I want my destination to be heaven. I want, it, I want, I want to be close to you, God. I need you, Jesus. If you have said this prayer, welcome to the family of Christ. Amen. And we here at the outside church celebrate you. Amen. If you are a backslider in here today, come to Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the light. There's no other way. And before I close, if you are carrying a gift like, like Joseph and Mary, it's not going to be easy. There's a process you're going to go through. Don't abort the, the, the mission. Don't abort what God has placed in your, in your life. Don't throw it away. Keep opening the gift. Because it's more than what you saw the first time. And the only way you can see the rest is by going deeper. Go deep. Dig deep in the, in the, in, in the gift. There's more to behold. God wants to bless you in 2021 more than he has blessed you this year. And I, you might say, I've been through some stuff. Hey, you're standing right here and you're breathing and you're not part of the 200,000 that are no longer here. Give God a praise. You're blessed. We're blessed. We're blessed. Amen. We're blessed because we have hope in Jesus and we have a, he has a plan and we have a good future in him. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you so much. I hope this message has blessed you. And let's have Pastora, amen, Isis, with us, the rest of the program. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for hearing, hearing me tonight. And I hope you celebrate Jesus every day of your life. Amen. He is good. Say with me, he's a good God. Amen. God bless you.